world online, we can also relax and put my guest beside me in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is Jesus of Toronto, the parish of the Redemptive Centers of God. We are, those of us in person and those online, you're welcome to the Joy Center. And here our joy is full, our strength is renewed as we fellowship, as we listen to the word in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, so I want to thank Pastor Ken and Pastor Volaji for this opportunity, this honor. I don't take it lightly. And um, my prayer is that the Lord will continue to seal your ministry with signs and wonders. Hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus. And indeed, as you are a blessing to many, the Lord will bless you. Bless your going out, bless your coming in. Bless all that concerns you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We've been talking about a month of building right foundations. In Jesus House Toronto, February 2022 is our month of building right foundations. And in the last service, Pastor covered it extensively. So this is follow-up to what we have been talking about. Um, today, we're looking at the same scripture that we had looked at last um, Sunday. We're looking at Psalm 11 and verse 3. Psalm 11 and verse 3. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? And I'll refer to the last service because, you know, last service was, you know, intro. So in the last service, we did talk about that scripture, that indeed it, the, uh, David the psalmist was referring to the breakdown in law and order, you know, at the time. But we are part of the society. We are part of that breakdown. So we want to examine ourselves. We want to look at ourselves in the context of that question. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? And the answer to that question and the title of my message is Underpinning, Fixing Faulty Foundations. Underpinning, that's a word, Fixing Faulty Foundations. And like last service, we're going to look at a physical term. We're going to look at, it's an engineer, it's a structural engineering term. And we're going to apply it to the spiritual, just for better understanding. There are physical things that help us to understand, you know, the spiritual. And when we go into the spiritual realm, we pull into the physical, that which we want to be. And that's exactly where we're going this morning. So I want you to open your spiritual eyes. Pastor calls it open your spiritual antenna. <laughs> Open your spiritual antenna. Be ready to grab something, something meaningful, something valid. So let us pray. Eternal Rock of Ages, we thank you for this morning, the 13th day of February 2022. Father, Lord God, we thank you for your word that is going forth. Daddy, I ask that I decrease completely, O oh Lord, that you may increase completely in the name of Jesus. Let your word go forth. Let it go forth and accomplish that which it was meant for to accomplish in the name of Jesus. Thank you, eternal rock of ages. Blessed be your holy name, O Lord, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. So open your spiritual ears to hear and open your spiritual eyes to see. 
and open your spiritual heart to comprehend and understand what the Lord is saying. So we'll be talking about a term called underpinning. And it is the process of fixing faulty foundations. And what is underpinning? Why do we do underpinning? So uh, this is a diploma course in structural engineering, in underpinning structural engineering division. (laughs) So, you know, I want you to sit tight with your pen and papers. Ushers should monitor the doors. I know when there's uh, something mathematical, people tend to... (laughs) People are a little bit uncomfortable, underpinning, fixing faulty foundations. There will be an exam. I will not be your examiner. And when that exam comes, you will be victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. So, the first time I heard the word underpinning was um, sometime year 2000 in my former church and I don't know if you know technical can show I want us to make it very visual um, my former church uh, in my home country was called Faith Chapel very small cozy church we were only on one floor and the church wanted to build on top of that floor and go two three four stories high. it was a big land tiny church but they wanted to expand. And when the church, you know, decided to start constructing those levels, the engineer said they need to do underpinning. Underpinning is a process that strengthens the foundation of a building to make it more secure. It's often used when a house has something called subsidence. That's another term I want you to note. Open your spiritual antenna. It's used when a house has something called subsidence. And that's to say the ground beneath the building moves or it sinks. Subsidence. So you have underpinning. That is the answer to our question. What can the righteous do? When, if the foundation be destroyed or be false or be, you know, unusable, underpinning. And what causes underpinning? Subsidence. Subsidence is not caused by the weight of the house. So I consulted some experts, you know, so I myself have a diploma in in uh, underpinning now. Subsidence is not caused by the weight of the house. Pastor mentioned something in the last service. He said, if you want a bigger building or, you know, a higher building, you must go deeper down. That is very accurate because you really want a big structure. But what I'm going to mention to you is that subsidence is not caused by the weight of the house. So no matter the size of your dream, no matter the size of your ministry, no matter how many floors you want to build, subsidence, that is a moving of, of you know, the substrata or sinking is not caused by the weight of, you know, 
or your dream or your mission or your purpose. I remember the Redeemed Christian Church of God, when we, we were called a Papa Parish then. And there was a very, you know, mighty man of God, Pastor Tony Rappo. He literally was a founding father, <coughs> excuse me, of their Papa Parish. But he left. That was a shaking. That was succeeded. That was a shaking. And the Redeemed Christian Church of God has had many shakings like that. But guess what? Up to this day, a Papa Parish stands, is flourishing, is growing, is expanding. Pastor Tony Rappo is flourishing, he's growing. He's doing amazing, wonderful things in the kingdom of God. He's still under Pastor Iadeboye's uh, headship. So subsistence, subsist, subsistence, subsistence <laughs> can only happen with a faulty foundation. I'm trying to put the point, not the weight not the mission, not the goal. How do you know if your house has subsidence? What are the signs? How do you know if there's subsidence? If there's, you know, something's shaking. It's not firm. And I've consulted the experts. A crack in the building. A crack in the building. Ezekiel 13, 5 says, they have done nothing to repair the bricks in the walls around the nation. They have not helped it to stand firm in battle on the day of the Lord. Not all types of cracks are a sign of subsidence. Not all types of cracks. Guess what? Some of them are caused by settling. Some cracks, they're okay. They're caused because you have a settling or the house is settling especially new builds, the new converts, the Christian, just fire, you know, out there. Subsidence will cause a crack. But they, and they may have a crack, but it may not be caused by subsidence. Now, uh, cracks caused by subsidence are visible on the outside, not on the inner plaster. So the house owner may not even know immediately that there is subsidence. What is another sign of subsidence? Another, and I want us to open our spiritual antenna. Another sign of subsidence. Windows and doors will not open. You are struggling, you know, find yourself struggling to open the door inside your own house. Doesn't need key. You never locked it before. All of a sudden. It could be that subsidence has caused the building to shift. Let's examine our sense. Do you think of recent, the windows of heaven are not opening again? I'm struggling with doors of opportunity. Doors that used to be flung open unto me. Subsidence causes a struggle with doors and windows. And we have said that the foundation may need underpinning when there's subsidence. Hebrews 11.10 For we look 
for he was looking for the city which has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. Is my home at risk of subsidence? Is it at risk of you know, faulty foundation shaking and sinking or shifting? I want us to examine ourselves. Some houses are more at risk than others from subsidence. Some houses, you know, what are the risk factors? What are those things that hmm, telltale sign something is not quite right with that foundation? The type of soil <laughs> you have, the type of soil. Job 4.19, how much more those who dwell in houses of clay, whose foundations is in the dust, who are crushed before the moth. See how tiny a moth is and then they are crushed. Clay soil is a particular risk as it can shrink and crack in dry weather, making the ground unstable. Clay soil. Is your, is your soil clay? Are you, are you building on clay? <laughs> Let us check ourselves. Clay soil is a particular risk as it can shrink and crack in dry weather, making the ground unstable. This effect can be exaggerated if there are periods of high rain making the clay wet and swell, followed by hot and dry periods. Of course, there are storms in our lives, up and down. Things change. Seasons change. Seasons come and seasons go. What soil are you dealing with what kind of soil first corinthians 3 and i will read verses 11 to 15 new king james version first corinthians corinthians 3 11 to 15 for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid which is jesus christ now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. What, you know, that's the risk factor. What kind of soil? Matthew seven twenty four to 27, also in the same vein. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against the house and yet it did not fall for it had been founded on the rock everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand the rain fell and the floods came as they will always do and the winds blew and slammed against that house and it fell, and great was its fall. We say it fell yakata. 
Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Another risk factor. What else? A telltale sign of subsidence is water damage. Leaking drains can soften the underlying ground. We need to guard our lives from those people and things that drain us. Those things, you know, those softening you were on fire for cry praying and then you know your friend will call you one hour chatting over nothing you drop the phone and and you're scratching your head like oh, one hour of my life oh we didn't even pray at the end of the conversation i didn't i don't even know if i was a blessing to this person on this conversation isaiah 57 says because the sovereign lord helps me I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a stone, determined to do his will. And I know that I will not be put to shame. So another risk factor we talked about, damp, leaking, wet thing. And my favorite scripture, Philippians 4.8. I'll read the New King James Version. Philippians 4.8, New King James Version. Finally, brethren, Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Don't let damp affect your, your soil. The third risk factor that we'll be looking at before the, the fourth one, we have four, so we're still going. Third risk factor, it says trees close to the house. And that is similar to damp. You know, trees, what are those things, you know, leaning trees? They drain the moisture they drain the moisture from the soil, causing it to dry out and sink. Trees. There are people in our lives that have no business being there. They drain the moisture <laughs> and showers of blessings that were meant for us. So we're still looking at risk factors for subsidence. What are those things? How do we prevent it? We're still going somewhere. We're talking about underpinning, fixing faulty foundations. We've talked about the definition of underpinning. We've talked about what causes underpinning, subsidence. Now we're saying, what do you look out for? How do you be careful about it? And we're still moving. Proverbs 27 verse 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Mind the trees around you. Mind your environment. Mind the people you allow into your circle. Psalm 1, 1 to 6. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of, scoff, of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, 
but are like chaff, which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So, what are the trees? What are, you know? 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. Evil communication corrupts good manners. And we're still talking about risk factors subsidies. Psalm 119 and verse 15. Uh, verse 115. Psalm 119 and verse 115. Depart from me, evildoers, that I may observe the commandments of my God. The fourth and last risk factor before we talk about how to do the underpinning. Living in an older prophet. Let us open our spiritual antenna. Older houses tend to be at higher risk of subsidence as their foundations aren't always as deep as new build. <laughs> Old prophets. <laughs> Let us examine ourselves. You've been working with the Lord. In fact, your father's father, the generations have always been working with the Lord. So, nothing can happen. Mm -mm. That is a clear risk factor for subsidence. <laughs> he who stands, take heed lest he fall. Everyone, we are working out our salvation with fear and trembling. It doesn't say, oh, the old Christian is working out, or the new Christian is working out their salvation. We are all working out our salvation with fear and trembling. Let us examine ourselves. I'm going to, First um, Kings 13, 1 to 34, talks about the story of the old prophet. And I'll paraphrase and I'll just summarize very quickly. There was a new pastor, you know, on fire for God. He had even performed a miracle. He, you know, it was a withered hand of the king. He restored it. And guess what? The Lord commanded him. The Lord spoke to him expressly. Commanded him, do not stay somewhere. Do not eat. And he went out. And then this old prophet, you know, living in an older property, said to him, don't worry. You know, come and eat. He ate. And that was his death. So the fourth and last that we are covering today sign, telltale sign of subsidence is living in an older property. So, I'll give you a personal example. The things I do, I don't do by popular demand or by, you know, common vote, what people tell, you know, say they want to do. On the 1st of January, 2022, I, I thought deeply and I, I have been deciding to do this from December. I made a very beautiful message. Oh, group of people, you know, I love you so much and nothing anybody did to me. I'm so delighted to have been part of this group. I exited eight to ten WhatsApp groups. I, I, because I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. What concerns me? What doesn't concern me? I'm not advising you to do this, please. I'm still in over 60 groups. 
but I selected 10, my old engineering, old engineering boys, engineering girls, old school, all this one, prayer group of engineering people, social group of engineering people. There were many. I just selected them. You know, some of those groups, they will be um, speaking negative of pastors. There are many pastors in the group. I'll be the only one, you know, uh, <laughs> exchanging messages. I exited. So let's just round off. How do we conduct underpinning? After this message, I guess we all get our diploma. How do we conduct underpinning? The Bible says in 1 Kings 5.17, Then the king commanded and they queried, and they queried great stone, costly stones, to lay the foundations of the house with cut stones. The most typical method of underpinning involved manually digging out channels beneath the property and filling them with concrete, one at a time. So you go and you, you know, go deep down. I think technical can show the image of what it looks like. To underpin. Hence, in architectural advices, that the process of underpinning begins by removing or excavating the soil from beneath an existing foundation. And to avoid the risk of undermining the foundation, which may lead to structural failure, the removal of the sun of the soil is performed in controlled stages called pins. So you see each one, you go down. What is it? That needs to be pinned, underpinned. Is it filthy communication? You go and you secure it. Is it gossip? You go and you secure it. Go down to the root of your life in various areas of your life and you must manually dig out all that is clay, all that cannot support your thereby completely underpin and fix faulty foundations. 1 Corinthians 3, 11 says, For no man can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Isaiah 28, 16, Therefore thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a tested stone, a costly cornerstone, for the foundation firmly placed. He who believes in it will not be let us close. I think we've gone way over the time. In closing, the Bible says in Luke 6, 46 to 49, New King James Version, but who do you call me, Lord, Lord? But why do you call me, Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my saying and does them, I will show you whom he is like. Is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation, against which the stream built a uh, beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house. Let us pray.
let's bow down our heads and cry out to the Most High God. Let us examine ourselves. Let us examine ourselves. Let us open our spiritual antenna, all that we have heard today. All we have heard about underpinning, about subsidence. All we have heard about faulty foundations and how to fix them. Daddy, Lord, I ask that indeed, Lord, help us, O Lord. Daddy, only you can do it, O Lord. Father, we look to you and to no man. Fix every faulty foundation, O Lord. Father, help us underpin, O Lord. Repair, restore in the name of Jesus. Thank you, eternal rock of ages. Blessed be your holy name, O Lord. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.